0: Hi everybody, welcome to Iris Sinclair. I'm John. I'm Aaron. And today, Aaron, we're going to be talking about Ninja Scooter Simulator. Now, Aaron, weird name, both. Do you like ninjas? I do. Do you like scooters? I don't. Mm. So, we're sort of one for one here. Do you where do you stand on simulators? Mm. I'm in the middle of okay, those. Okay. Well, I think that 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 averages out. Tell me, tell me were about you, when you were a kid. Did you ever, um, did you ever have ninja tools or ninja weapons? Oh God, yes. Ninjas
1: were awesome. Uh, when I was younger, well, I was I would say uh, upper middle school, early high school. That's when the ninja craze like kicked up like mm-hmm. big time, right? The like the mid '80s, mm-hmm. uh, Shokasugi... And, uh, uh, all the cool, you know, I grew up watching the old Kung Fu flicks, Saturday morning, chop suey theater on a local television station. So I was already in the martial arts and I was into Bruce Lee. Then here come the ninjas, you know, which were awesome. I had shuriken throwing stars. I got chucks, you know, I was also in karate. So I had a bow staff. So I had already, I had the accoutrement to really get into it. Uh, and we would just have a lot of fun. I had friends that had tabby mm-hmm. boots, and they had the little, the little gimmicks you throw down that people Caltrics. step on. I can't remember what they're Caltrics, called. Yeah. Cat? Yeah, that's it. Uh, we, they actually had some of those, you know. So we were we were fully into it. What I guess now, you're you're several years younger than me. Had the ninja craze went by before well, you? Got- it
0: sort of had, but there was one thing that brought it back. There was a little thing called yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And that was sort of a big deal, you know, it it took over the world, uh, between me and my friend that lived down the street, we had about 6,000 of the figures. Um, I used to have this, this, this fantasy where I would be in my basement and I would be a ninja and I would be a major league baseball player at the same time. So like I would be watching baseball and then I would, I would wall run which means that like, I would go up and I would touch the wall with the bottom of my foot and I would tell myself that I was wall running and I would catch the baseball with my ninja skills.
1: Have you played ninja baseball I Batman? Have. I
0: have. It's a... So that's like your dream yes. game. Yes, well, sort of. <laughs> sort of the fact that it really doesn't have anything to do with ninjas or baseball. But um, but yeah, it's uh, I love ninjas. And of course, I, I was in martial arts too. Um I never saw sort of the harder edged ninja stuff until I was in middle school and we used to watch the American ninja series. Mr. Simmons used to put that on for us. And I was like, "Oh, these guys are different than the uh than the Ninja Turtles." So,
1: you know, the Ninja Turtles suck. What? I never liked them. You heard me. I like their game. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. their video game but I don't like them. I never like. They were... By the way, I was around when it was a, a comic book and a role-playing game before it was a cartoon. What about Splinter? So I was at the ground what floor.
0: About, he's an old rat, and he gives sage advice. Yeah,
1: it's dumb. <laughs> that's not... That's got nothing to do with ninjas. That, just because they... I mean, it's just lame. Ninjas are ninjas. They're not turtles, for God's sakes. You know, I never, I never got into tur- the whole ninja turtle universe... In that universe, all the ninjas are robots, and they suck, and they get repeatedly they get the crap kicked out of them. You know, I like a proper ninja uh, that that's like you know he sneaks around, he could disappear in a puff of smoke, you know that kind of stuff. Swinging on like on cables and stuff. The Ninja Turtles, I listen. I, I I was probably too harsh. The Ninja Turtles don't suck. If that's your bag, I mean that's your cup of tea because they were, but I mean they were in my wheelhouse. I just didn't the get greatest into
0: cinematic moment of my life. I I still remember, I remember, well, it it started at the book fair. At the book fair, they'd always release books based on the movie before the movie came out, or at least that's the way it seemed to me. And I remember seeing a poster or a book or something with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. And it was just them looking at this ooze, and I was like, man, this ooze looks like it's the Mm -hmm. baddest thing ever. Then I went to, and then I went to see, no, I take it back, these are two separate stories. Yeah, that's right. Because the first time, and I remember sitting in the theater, and there's this. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen these movies, right? God, you've never seen the teenage. Between that and Hook, by the way, I dropped a major Hook reference the other day. You did not. You didn't catch on at all. I was expecting you to pick that up. I haven't seen that either. Anyway, um, there's a there's a guy in a pizza store, and he's getting robbed, right? And then all. A pizza, yeah, a pizza store. store. That's you mean no, a restaurant. It's a pizza store. <laughs> you got to get your terminology right, okay? And then all of a sudden, you just see it's like jumping up out of the out of the darkness, freeze frame, title sequence, boom, zooms in. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. I jumped out of my chair and I screamed. I was so excited. It was one of the, it was it was. I'm not going to say one of it was probably the best moment of my life. I just. I don't
1: know. The whole mutate listen, you're a mutant turtle, right? It is a little weird. At that point, do you need to be practicing (laughs) ninjutsu on top of that? And is trained by giant mutant rat? Where did he where the heck did he learn it? Some secret ninja master said, I'm gonna teach this rat Well no, he was he was a human too.
0: They were all humans and then they all turned into different things.
1: I don't know. If I'm a human I get tuned into a giant rat, the last thing on my mind is teaching other mutants how to kick people. I'm gonna be pissed. What would you on. do? What That's would I be? I'll be finding what a would cure. be your first
0: move? What would What's be that? your first move if you were turned into a mutant rat? Oh,
1: Probably seclude <laughs> myself <laughs> and not in the sewer either. That's something else about these guys. They're taking pizza in the sewer. Yeah. Have you ever been in the
0: sewer? No, you don't want to hang out in the sewer. It's not like no. it is. And yeah. you don't want to eat down there yeah. either.
1: I agree with what Mark said a minute ago. The only thing that that show had going for it was April. She was kind mm-hmm. of cute. Uh, and you know, but that's that's pretty much the what extent about of it. What about Casey Jones? Casey Jones
0: wore a hockey mask. Dumb. Okay. Now we need to talk about your abiding hatred for scooters. Where does this lie?
1: You know, my kid's got a scooter. Right. Right. And and it came with a helmet, some knee pads. When I was a kid, no one wore any he- any protection of mm-hmm. any sort. Because, and not because we were super bad we just didn't know but no mm-hmm. one had it there was no the kid the kid riding the scooter was the loser of the neighborhood like this was if he, if there was a kid no one in my neighborhood had one but I saw other neighborhoods that had them and they would always be the dupest that was trailing behind the other bikes you know now either they couldn't afford a bike hey that's and that sucks or this kid could ride a bike which isn't good. Anyway, it goes this kid was sort of the outcast because he was trying to keep up with the bike people on a scooter you know so when i saw my kid scooting down the street to keep it up with our neighbor on her bike i was like oh god yeah,
0: it all came rushing you know, back
1: now i've got a scooter now boy luke, luke luke's got the, a bike uh, scooter,
0: the scooter's are just lame mm. you know did you ever have one i never had one there was a kid down the street and there they, they of course there are classes of scooter um, you have the ones with the plastic wheels, sort of like the rollerblade wheels, the razor scooters. I always thought those were lame. I like the ones with the big beach cruising tires on them. I always thought they were cool, but I never, you know, I was always a bike guy. I don't, I don't hate scooters, um, but, uh, but I'll go with the bike every time.
1: That's right, because you can't take a scooter anywhere. There's like this much clearance.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I
1: mean? Like where are you gonna take right. it? Now they do have these. They've got these scooters that have a motor mm-hmm. on them. Yeah, you know what I mean, they got a little I think motor, they call them Segway actually. No, no, not a Segway. I'm talking a proper scooter with a little motor. Mm. Right. And they're I'm OK with that. If it's if it's self-propelled, you know, the thing that's OK, But when you're kicking your leg off there and you're riding that thing, you're looking like a geek. There's no cool guys. No cool guy ever, zoomed, no vampires or ninjas ever rolled into a scene on a scooter. I beg to differ. Because if they did, they would just get pounded by the opposition. I beg to differ,
0: Aaron, because today's game is Ninja Scooter Simulator, and that's exactly what happens.
1: They're trying to bring scooters back. Maybe over in the U.K., scooters were less geeky Mm, or nerdy. But I, well, I'm not, after playing from looking this, at, from looking so at sure. a lot
0: of uh, of Spectrum games and reading a lot of cassette uh, fronts, uh, the uh, people in the UK in the eighties were desperate to look cool and be like the United States because on the front of these games it'll be like it's just like what's going on in the states right now. So
1: is that really, is really I, I am Totally that.
0: serious. I'm totally serious.
1: On behalf of the states, <laughs> please don't do that ever again. You're your own people, and you're, and you're for God's sakes, don't do it now. <laughs> Never imitate us now. Yeah. 180, 180. <laughs> run, run. You know, it's funny you should mention this, because, you know, I uh, You know I like to, before we get heavily into the game, I, you know, I like these uh, inserts, Boat. And I happen to print this thing out here, Boat. Uh, and this is what's written on the cassette, the cassette sleeve. Wiz, that's with two Zs. Whiz through the night on your dream scooter, mm. capitalized, jumping and dodging the grates that would slow your progress, and also holes in the walls that'll slam you out. Use the ramps to make leaps and pull some rad ninja stunts. You gotta beat the clock to beat the rest, so don't hang around. Ninja scooter's the best. Poem it is. It's the like Shakespeare. Boat with with an intro like that you know it's gold so this was ninja scooter simulator the second you announced this last week i got all fluttery <laughs> inside because this is the kind of garbage that i love i just just the name that that's that's stupid i was like oh yes um this thing was released in 88 uh, published by Silverbird software limited i looked at what they'd published and I don't think we have played any of this stuff, boat. They've done a lot of stuff. They did some. They did the Star Strike series, the Cauldron series. They did a game I'd like to play called uh, Sirloin, which I <laughs> that's pretty good. clever. I like it. Scuba Kids, Scuba Kids sounds right up your alley, boat. Um, this was authored by, and this is this is a weird one. The authors of this were listed as PsySoft and JPW. Mm. So I don't know if those are cool names. I don't know what they are. SciSoft worked on Beach Buggy Simulator. Something tells me it's a lot like this one. It's just mm-hmm. a guess. Uh, JPW also worked on Beach Buggy si- Simulator. He also worked on Cosmic Kanga and Solomon's Key. Now, Solomon's Key, I think I've heard of that game, both yeah, of you. Yeah,
0: Solomon's Key got an NES release. I believe it is a. Uh, it is a uh,
1: that was on the Atari, too, and then on the uh, uh, I don't think so.
0: Don't think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, really?
1: Okay. Um, this came out. Um, this came out for a one pound ninety nine p boat, a pretty. A pretty I want to say deal. that
0: uh, there were. I think I remember reading this in Retro Gamer that there the bird, all of the bird releases were from one company, and I think like maybe it was like Firebird was always the best. Those were like the full price games, and then maybe Silverbird was like the one pound ninety nine budget. And then I think there was a Rainbird where they just they paid you to play the game. They were so bad, right?
1: Is there one just called Pigeon? <laughs> <laughs> be, that's the one where they, that's where it's just rock yeah. bottom. We'll take whatever you offer. Um, so, well, what do you do in Ninja Scooter Simulator? First of all, this is this is another one of those games that's got the uh, the Dreamcatcher seal of approval, where they've boxed the whole game into like one smaller mm-hmm. area. because they had, they had to have room at the top to put the mm-hmm. logo. Uh, so we we always reference this Dreamcatcher article where he talks about games. This isn't the worst offender, but anytime I see one with the big stylized logo, I'm like, oh, they're killing space right here. So this game is as um, simple as a game gets, all right? You pick. It's got a Kempston joystick. It's got it, the usual stuff. You start. You're a, you're a dude on a scooter, and you're scooting through levels, rounds. They're called here, and you've got to get through the entire level. That the level and you've got to not crash <clears throat> uh, and occasionally you'll pick up a uh, little time bonuses that's the game you go from the beginning to the finish line and try not to crash now what changes well along the way at the various levels you will encounter some obstacles But early on it's pretty simple stuff like walls and like bumps and then and ramps and later on it gets a lot more uh, wacky when the other riders are coming out, and there's dead people coming out, and there's crap chasing you, there's skulls bouncing around. It gets pretty bizarre, uh, boat. Uh, when I played this, I was actually gratified and pleased that it was so simple. You've got a joystick and a button that makes you jump. That's and then that's the controls. What What did you think? What were your first impressions when you load the sucker up? Boat? Um,
0: my first impressions were, boy. There were some poor decisions made in the uh, color department of this game,
1: well, uh, well, because
0: you know we we we've done a lot of Spectrum games, and there's the right way to do colors on the Specky, and there's the wrong way. This is the wrong way. If you want to have um if you want to have contrasting colors on the playfield, like for example, if we're watching the video right now, you've got a blue playfield and you've got green. Obstacles, player, and background, and then you've got a starry sky in the in the back. That's all great. That's fine. But then when you mix it in with the red time limit, or the uh, and the uh, and the 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 neon green and yellow logo at the top, the purple and blue stripe going around the middle, it just looks like somebody. I mean, it almost looks as bad as a C sixty four game.
1: Well, he said that, folks. That was John Bonifkar Schaller. You know, it's funny. I we've played a lot of Sinclair, like you said, and I've gotten so used to it that I didn't not for one second did I think about really? colours. I thought until you someone in chat mentioned it and uh, about how garish they were but I, when i was playing this i didn't even consider the colors at all i just i've been it's washed away from my in mind an
0: effort to um in an effort to mix up mix up the stages they they change up the colors on every stage some of the color choices look okay some of them just look so horribly bad um and so uh but again they were trying to do a lot with a little, and uh, and so that that was my, my first impressions were boy this is this is not a pleasant looking game from a color perspective.
1: I'll tell you my first impression was because uh, I'm looking at the setup here. Okay, you've got your background, you've got your I mean what you've got in this game just to narrow it down. You're going down like an alley. Uh, you uh, it's uh, 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 as you look at it, as we're looking at it now it's about four squares wide. And it goes on from left Mm -hmm. to right. It's a scrolling, it's a scrolling road, right? And your guy is a dude on this scooter. And it looks like he, to me, it looks like he's wearing one of those, uh, uh, like a headband, you know, like the old, like the do-rag gimmick boat. uh, And he's riding along on his scooter. Now, the very first thing I thought when I saw this game was, I was like, this guy is not a ninja. no.
0: If he is, he's the lamest ninja that's ever existed.
1: Well, so here was my thought on this, folks. So maybe we misinterpreted this. Is there a scooter called a ninja scooter?
0: You know, I can't answer that. I don't know.
1: I thought this was going to be a ninja on a scooter. You know, chucking shurikens right. and and, and swording and mm-hmm. suckers. All right. But I bet my bottom dollar, that because we both... And I'm sure someone in chat can tell us if we're idiots. They could be appalled that I just said that, but I—I I don't know about you, but I expected there to be a ninja. On well, the scooter. when you consider sort of like ninja When you golf. consider
0: that on the front of the cassette there is a ninja riding a scooter, I don't think it's too much to uh, to, to ask. Oh, okay. But- I
1: didn't see the. Fir- I didn't see the- Now, now that I hmm. look at it, yeah, I didn't even pay attention to that. You've got it re- re- up here. You're right. I feel less stupid now because I was afraid it was just that we were just. I thought, man, we're going to look like idiots. But yeah, I was disappointed with the scooter but that much said i started playing this game you know we play a lot of these sinclair games both that you would think the the tiny little sinclair would be a simple machine with a lot of simple games like the coco sort of and then you get into these like deep unbelievably deep complicated affairs you know and even some of the simulator games remember bmx simulator that was no like uh uh i mean that was a pretty it was tough. It was a tough game. I thought you were all going right. to say it had and sim I, elements, so, and
0: I was going to argue with you because that is that's is about as far away from a simulator as you can get.
1: Right, but I mean, I'm saying it was a mm-hmm. tough game. Uh, uh, this game is... It's simple. It's fast. It's not deep at all. And it does what it says on the tin, as they say. You're on a scooter, and you simulate going through a weird course of crap. That's all it does. I liked it. It's sort of like a a stupid ugly scooter version of excite bike i mean that's that's exactly what
0: it is they looked at excite bike and they said how can we do this as cheaply as possible and ninja scooter simulator was born now that's not to say that i didn't have fun with this game because i had a blast playing this game this game it's very hard to die you can pull rad stunts like turning your front wheel you know it's rad because the game tells you it's rad it says rad when you do it
1: and it's (laughs) Those are in cool guy right. font and it comes up like like a comic right.
0: book i thought that the, the scrolling was smooth uh you know the, the, there's a, a good sense of speed this is not an unfun game this is i, I had no. fun with this one
1: yes i uh i will say i thought they overused the bumps mm-hmm. because that got yeah. old and uh, as you go up in this game i was like you at the beginning of this game like man i'm cruising through this i'm the king i'm the king ninja well, later on, I felt like a white belt on my first day of class because they had so much crap coming out at you. They got holes. They got skulls. They got other skeletons on skateboards coming at you. They've got all the bumps. Now, I will say the guy who designed these levels uh, was, was not a total idiot. Uh, they actually, are, if you look at the design, they're pretty cleverly done uh, uh, for the most part. But you get to some places, they're really tough. But it's nothing like that ATX that you know. All, that's off-road somewhere where you just like get to points where you had to get run back right. to the oh, bike yeah. and you couldn't get that's, on the that's bike. I that's much
0: more. And of course, that's a different developer. That's Codemasters. But, um, but, right, but it,
1: it, it, that game was a lot more. Yeah, frustrating. that game. I,
0: I had a lot more fun with this game. Although ATV Simulator yeah. is probably a better game. I had more fun with Ninja Scooter Simulator and by the way it, for those of you that 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 doubted my my whole spiel about the it's big in the states that's one of the games if you look at the cassette inlay they're like and it's huge in the states you'll love it so
1: so he's back hey listen i believe you man you know you are you're a lot like me in a lot of ways Bo. in some ways we're totally different but when it comes to simple like motor fun I don't necessarily want the most deep. I want I like a good shallow jump around like an idiot mm. game. Like eight, this is eight bitty as heck. It's it's a uh, uh, it's got everything you would expect. I mean, I like the layout. It's actually it's visually you can see what's happening. So it's not like because we get sometimes on the on the ZX you have some trouble making out what's going on. This thing the 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 sprites are big. You know, they are the, yeah. the characters. They're big. You can see like. Even when you can't get past something, you can see what's coming. You can see the time. You can see the, the time things that speed up. You can see everything real well. And there's depth to it. So it uses some of the spectrum tricks that everyone loves to use. It's not isometric, but it, they use depth. The the holes and stuff, are, and the walls are sort of like three dimensional. You know, I like I mean? the Both, fact that like uh, and and so when they, you're
0: when you're driving, like in this stage right now, you're driving through a garage, but you see, like you said, it's a three dimensional effect. You see cars parked behind the wall, and you see the starry sky, and and because of the way that they do the pixel swapping in this particular stage, the starry sky is red, like <laughs> like Hades or something. But uh, but it's there are the. Colors aside, the art in this game is rather good, I think.
1: I, for t- I'm just saying, this is a game you go out and pick up for a couple bucks. What, two two pounds and 80 something, 80, this is one pound was, 99. What, four or five bucks.
0: Yeah. All
1: right? You go pick this up for that, I would be freaking losing my mm-hmm. mind. I'm begging. I wish the Coco had had a budget uh, uh, section like this Spectrum does because these games. It's funny when you look at these games. I mean, you could come in here and kill this game. You could kill it. Oh, it's so shallow and stupid. But you've got to consider sometimes what you were paying. I mean, you're paying so little for these games, and this game will provide you a good bit of entertainment, and a lot of replay value. Plus, it's a challenge state. You can you can uh, challenge scores with your buddies. You know, you can even challenge rounds. I like the aspects of it. Now, I don't know how, do you remember how many rounds you were able to get into this before you got killed? I was
0: able to play pretty far. I can't, uh, you know, I can't remember exactly how many I did. The first couple stages, you can literally just go as fast as you want and cruise on through them. It, It does, it does sort of lull you into thinking that you're awesome before it turns up the heat uh but i was able to get i felt like i i was i was making progress the the problem is of course is that they you know the the stages although they uh they have more uh, obstacles they nothing about them changes i think that there are three stages and they just sort of endlessly loop
1: i uh, i on my very first game and i literally i picked up the stick i'm sitting here playing i got the level i got this round six right out of the gate you know I love not sucking immediately. I don't mind if it gets harder, but give me something. And I like games that do that. And this game did. I mean, I started off well, like you said. It progressively gets harder. And with a little practice, I think I got to like uh, round 12 or something like that. I didn't get as far as what we're seeing now. But I I did pretty Mm -hmm. good, you know. Uh, I tried this with the keyboard and the joystick. And I have to say, this is one where I prefer the joystick to the keyboard. Uh, quite a bit. Did you try this on the keyboard? No,
0: I, I was stick all the way.
1: Yeah. Now, this one also got released and I didn't look at these. I wish I had. This got a release on the uh, Amstrad CPC and on the C64. Oh, we'll have to it. check
0: those out because so, if they can fix the color problems. Yeah, so that, so yeah. that
1: one... it it got it got scootered around to a few more console or a few more computers and you can see why I mean it's not like a super complex game but I mean it it, it does it does a decent now, job you
0: know knowing um, knowing the uh, the the ports and the way that ports go it would be a real shame if they just brought it back over but it looks like I'm looking at the Amstrad version right now it is very colorful so uh where I have to check this out later on down the line
1: What did you think of the sound in this thing mode? Uh,
0: you know it is what it is.
1: It was as you would expect on right, Spectrum. yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> our favorite line. <laughs> there you go. Um, I uh, found some review scores on this thing, Boat. Um, the World of Spectrum, our go-to site for this sort of thing, they give this a 7, straight-up 7. Now, they're a little they're a little tougher critics than uh, the uh, Lemon mm-hmm. people. Um, Yours, Sinclair gave this 6 out of 10, Boat. They really didn't like it that much. And Crash gave it a 70%. So, now, I, you know, we look at this thing through modern eyes, and we look at what we like and what's simple to understand and play. I guess at that point, maybe, because this was 88, you had a lot more
0: refined
1: games and probably better looking, better colored games than this. And so they were probably expecting a little bit more for their games. But again, for a budget title, I think this is a real winner.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we,
1: did we get any Discord action we on We did. This book? Paul,
0: a.k.a. Hermsky writes, A final, our Sinclair Hermfirm, 7 out of 10. A fast-moving side-scroller game that requires either skill or sheer luck when riding quickly. Very satisfying when you get a good run. Chaining jumps together at high speed right up until you stumble to a stop. A good selection of levels that naturally gets harder as you progress. Could do with some better sound effects, but overall a decent game. And Frodo Benell writes, Nice side-scroller that reminds me a lot of Metro Cross. It feels more playable and easier than that game, though. Decent graphics, nice fluent sc- scrolling, reacts well to the controls. The sound effects are nothing special, but they work. 7.5 out of 10. So that's going to wrap up the, uh, the reviews that we got. Thank you guys for uh, writing reviews. And as we, uh... oh, eBay, Aaron.
1: Under five bucks, uh, as all right. usual.
0: Yeah, and uh, this is it. This is the the, the end of R Sinclair for a while. Uh, you know, w- we never say never on the Amigos Retro Gaming Network, and uh, you know, you, you might want to not unsubscribe to the feed. Uh, you might want to keep it around because you never know. We might want to do one of these things again. Uh, but uh, as a regular weekly podcast, uh, our Sinclair is is drawing to a close. Um, we, we sure do uh, appreciate uh, all the fine folks that, that supported the show, especially on Patreon. We never expected to have the kind of uh, crowd that we've gotten in. And, and the great news is that the fun will continue on Discord forever. And I know that I'll be streaming tons and tons and tons of Spectrum as we go on through the summer. Um, I've already got a list of things that I want to try out. So, um, Aaron, do you have any final thoughts about uh, the show or the Spectrum in general?
1: i do i do you know i uh i wasn't 100 percent on board whenever we decided to do this show because i wasn't sure uh you know what we were getting into and of course at that point we really hadn't hadn't done anything uh, you know else except for arg and uh, boy i this was a real uh a good time i really love the spectrum and uh it's been a lot of fun playing with the one we got the two we've got now and it's a, it really sucks that we're having to, you know doing it for the right reasons. I hate the fact that we're having to pull this thing to a close, but I can tell you uh, there will be a lot more spectrum action now that we're going to be on our own because me and Boat will do some streaming on that. And I will say uh, we're announcing on um, ARG this weekend uh, for the shows uh, that are going away or going on hiatus for a while, which are uh, R. Sinclair and the Coco Show and 1200XL. We're gonna be making a special announcement on ARG Sunday in regards to those systems and, and trying to give them a little love over the summer on ARG Presents. So uh, there will be more Sinclair and Coco and Atari coverage uh, going forward. And plus, like Boat said, uh, we're not, it, they're, never say never. Hopefully at some point we'll get to come back to the R Sinclair. And then if we, me and Boat, just get to knock off a show here and again, maybe every couple months or whatever, we'll we'll probably still ha- hopefully have a chance to do a couple uh, one-offs now and again, because we do, this is one thing for sure. We're not shutting down our Sinclair because of a lack of love or enjoyment for the system. We both are madly in love with the Sinclair. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. The, this is the, the surprise of the century. You know, when we first got the, uh, the spectrum, um, I'd never seen it before, you know, in, in person, of course, when Gary sent it to us. And uh, when I started looking at footage of the games on YouTube, I was just struck by, uh, you know, I'm a big colors guy and just the, the colors, it's sort of, it reminds me a lot of the Vectrix, and that there's not really another system that looks like it, you know, uh, and um, yeah, and some of the stuff that we've played on here has just been mind-blowing. Not that it was this technological achievement, but just the breadth of the style of the games. Uh, I was really expecting a lot of like manic miner type games on this thing, but it's it's so much more. And um, and of course the the Clives Club and the the Discord crew uh, were were so helpful in picking out so some of those gems. So uh, uh, yeah. yeah,
1: they turned us on to a lot of stuff that we never would have ever seen ever. Yeah,
0: so. Anyway, like I said, uh, don't think about this as an end. Just think about us putting pause on things for a while. And uh, and you never know, we may be back before you know it. But for the very last time, for right now, we're going to say Rewind.